Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 10. We are officially in double digits. Hooray! I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Last week on episode nine, we talked about one of the most common roadblocks I see when it comes to letting go of clutter, how much we paid for something. Hopefully you've been able to identify that roadblock as you've been decluttering and can recognize that something is only worth what someone in the market would pay for it, not what we paid for it. And of course, we are worth far more than anything we've ever paid for something we own. Another super common roadblock I see with moms, and one I struggle with myself, is letting go of things that are aspirational clutter. What is aspirational clutter, you ask? Well, it's anything representing who you were in the past or who you want to be in the future. It doesn't reflect the person you are right now in this season. That's why aspirational clutter is so hard for moms to deal with, because we often have to accept some hard truths about how we spend our time, energy, and attention in the different seasons of motherhood. When we become moms, so much of our precious resources are shifted to our kiddos, but we are still holding on to stuff from our pre-kids life. We are going to chat about four types of aspirational clutter that affect moms the most and what we can do about them. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Well, Mama, I am so excited to dive into this discussion of aspirational clutter with you. But before we do, I want to remind you that in the month of November 2022, if you leave a rating and written review in Apple Podcasts, side note, five stars are preferred, of course, you can take a quick screenshot of it and send it to me at Simple by Emmy, either on Instagram or Facebook. If you do, you will be entered in a drawing for a decluttering book of your choice. Someone's going to win. It might as well be you, right? Okay, now let's get into the meat of this episode. Why is aspirational clutter so problematic for moms? Well, when our time and energy is being taken up by our kids and our other responsibilities most of the time, it's easy for us to get lost. And by us, I mean our real selves, the women we are outside of the roles that we play. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that aspirational clutter is anything that represents who we were in the past or who we want to be in the future. Let's start with the past. Our bodies, our hobbies, our dreams and goals, they all shift after having kids. And because of that, we are often holding on to things from our past that we tell ourselves we will, quote, get back to doing 
or wearing once we have the time or can lose the weight or whatever the case may be. So we surround ourselves with things that make us feel bad about who we aren't anymore. As for a potential future self, it's getting to be the time of year now when we think about our goals and aspirations for the new year. And while that is fine, sometimes we purchase things or refuse to let go of things because of an ideal version of ourselves that just isn't realistic in this season. Another way to think of aspirational clutter is that we often use the words should and someday when referring to it. We should be able to wear this pair of jeans if only we lost some weight. We will finish that crafting project someday when we have the time, so we hold on to it. Unfortunately, someday usually never comes, and shoulds just make us feel bad about ourselves. Today, I'd like to give four examples of aspirational clutter so we can talk about how this shows up for us as moms and how we can finally start letting go of the shoulds and some days that aren't serving us. The first major type of aspirational clutter is clothing. Now, if you're planning to have more kids and you're holding on to some maternity clothing or limited amounts of baby clothing and so forth, that's fine. As we talked about in episode six, use the power of artificial boundaries to determine how much you will keep and what you will let go of. What I'm talking about here is clothing that doesn't fit our current body or current lifestyle. For me, it was dresses. I used to have a ton of dresses for work and special occasions. Dresses, they were my kryptonite. But after becoming a stay-at-home mom in 2016, I realized that I was never going to wear all of the dresses in my closet. Going into my closet, it made me feel a little sad and wistful for a season of my life that was over. And of course, there were clothes that just didn't fit my body anymore. I could look at them every day and think, you're so fat, you need to lose weight. Remember how good you looked in this? Now you can't even zip it up. But who wants to think those negative thoughts every day when you go to get dressed? When it comes to clothing, I give you permission to embrace your current body and season of life. If something doesn't fit you or your lifestyle, at the very least, put it aside for a while in a box or bin that is out of sight. Put a reminder in your phone for 30 to 60 days to decide whether you want to keep the items. But most likely, going into a closet filled with what you use and love and nothing else is going to make you feel so much better. You're not going to want to go back to the alternative. The second type of aspirational clutter that I see a lot and deal with myself is books. Perhaps you're not a book person and that's totally okay. But if you like to read, chances are that since having kids, your reading time has decreased significantly. Yet our bedside table or our Kindle can get easily cluttered with books we intend to read. If only we had the time to spend a lazy afternoon in bed curled up with a good book or the energy after a long day to read before bed without falling asleep. If you are listening to a podcast called Moms Overcoming Overwhelm, you are likely not able to enjoy leisurely reading. For me, this has shown up as library books. I get book recommendations from friends and immediately get them out of the library or put in a request through the Libby app. But when I get library books, I'm often stressed about them being one more thing that I have to do with a deadline when I'm trying to do a bunch of other things. So for the last month or so, I put a stop to library borrowing altogether. I realized that this is just not a season where I can do a lot of reading and that's okay. 
I don't need the added stress of getting down on myself because I can't finish a library book. If your bedroom or home is cluttered with books you'd like to read but never have the time to, I would challenge you to pick a few that you are super excited to read and keep, and then either donate or, in the case of the library, return the rest. Give yourself the freedom of not feeling guilty about not having the time to read very much in this season. And before you purchase another book, do an inventory of your bandwidth to see if you actually can read it. Okay, now we're on to the third type of aspirational clutter that can cause issues for moms. Sporting equipment or supplies to support a specific hobby. Perhaps pre-motherhood, you did a certain sport regularly, or you had time to paint or sew or another hobby. This type of aspirational clutter is hard because in many cases, we want to be the person who is doing these things. We want to have the time and margin to do them, but right now, it's just not happening. Here are a few examples from my own life. I held onto a bike I never rode for years and years. It stayed in my shed because I told myself I could be the mom to put a kiddo on the back of my bike, or that we could be the family to go on a family bike ride, but we just never did because the honest truth is that I just really don't like riding my bike very much. I'd rather walk or hike any day. But I felt like I should hold on to the bike because that's what people do, right? They have a bike. But once I realized that it was aspirational clutter, I was able to donate it to a very grateful person through my Buy Nothing group. When it comes to hobbies, I used to have some coloring books that were supposed to be stress relieving, but they ended up causing me more stress when I looked at them because I get annoyed that I never had the time or energy to color. So I got rid of them because they were no longer serving me. Perhaps you can relate. You have a craft or sewing room with the door closed because it's filled with all of these supplies collecting dust, and you're not sure whether you'll ever get around to doing them in the near future. It's hard to let go of these things, I really understand. But remember, you don't want to have things in your home making you feel bad about yourself. Someone else could benefit from some of these things in the meantime. And if you decide later that you really want to make a certain hobby a priority, by all means, you can pick it back up again. Just remember that in this current season, you are focusing on preserving and reclaiming your most precious resources, and you may not have the bandwidth for certain sports or hobbies right now. The last major type of aspirational clutter I want to mention is super specific kitchen appliances, gadgets, or even servingware. You hold on to them because you think you might be the kind of mom that will make this someday, or that you should have this in your kitchen just in case. Perhaps you never entertain, and definitely not any formal entertaining, yet you're holding on to a ton of extra servingware because you might have a formal sit-down dinner someday. Honestly, I struggle with keeping our china, because while we have used it very infrequently in the past, we barely use it. But I have been able to declutter some other servingware because we don't entertain frequently, and usually if we do, we use our everyday stuff. Another kitchen item I decluttered was a pasta maker. My husband and I made homemade ravioli once, pre-kids, and while it was delicious, it was super time-consuming. Now, I'm in the boxed mac and cheese phase of life, you know what I mean? So I decluttered the homemade pasta maker because that's just not the season of life I'm in right now. There are, of course, other kinds of aspirational clutter, but these are the major types I see affecting moms especially. To recap, aspirational clutter reflects who you were in the past or who you want to be in the future if only you had the time and energy. 
Dealing with aspirational clutter such as clothing, books, sporting and hobby equipment, or kitchenware is hard because we have to be realistic about our current season of life and accept who we are right now, not 10 pounds ago or two kids ago. That is hard. We don't want to feel like we're giving up on ourselves or our dreams, but getting rid of aspirational clutter gives us something in return. Freedom to accept who we are and to move confidently forward, focusing on what matters to us instead of feeling bad about who we aren't anymore. I pray that you feel that freedom, mama, because you are worth it. I really hope this episode blessed you. If so, please share it with a friend and feel free to join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we'll be talking about another decluttering roadblock, sentimental clutter. It's going to be a great chat. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.